Hello again. Shaboom. Shaboom. Welcome back to Black Macabre Reviews. I'm your host, Christino. After a hiatus, we are back for The Flash to discuss Season 7, Episode 12, Goodbye Vibrations, written by Kelly Wheeler and Jeff Hirsch, directed by Philip Chapera. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. It was a fun episode. Definitely a good send-off for a fan-favorite character, Cisco Ramon, Carlos Valdez, the actor. I also really love the episode title. I mean, sometimes their titles are corny as shit, but every once in a while, <laughs> they come out with a, with a doozy. I am also glad that they didn't wait to the end of the season to drag this shit out because it could have just been that and because I wasn't expecting it to happen in this episode I was a little caught off guard now I don't look at spoilers so (laughs) when I can avoid them I didn't know this was going to be Cisco's last episode but Upon realizing it very quickly, the beginning of this episode, I was uh, okay with it. I was really happy that, you know, this is great because it didn't have to be like a certain character in New Amsterdam, like moseyed around for fucking 20 episodes after he was announcing he was leaving and it was pissing me off. Then he came back. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Floyd. Never mind all that. I got some chuckles out of this episode. I thought it was a good send-off for the character. We have mentioned that already. And we got a little bit of intrigue on the side that was very subtly played. And considering how heavy the hand has been with the Flash, it was very much a breath of fresh air to see that kind of play out. And it's uh, for a character I wasn't expecting to get a story arc that I may be interested in. So let's go ahead and get into this recap. We start off immediately with Cisco and Camilla. They have called a team meeting at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. I come to make an announcement. When Camilla remarks they should have brought breakfast, because that's what a considerate person would do, Barry suggests running for Belgian waffles, which everyone is excited about, including Cisco's stomach. However, waffles can wait. Barry and Iris's <laughs> synchronized face of disappointment was too cute. Cisco says that they have something important to announce. And I love because Iris has baby on the brain. She's like, are you guys pregnant? <laughs> Barry and Caitlin, of course, thinking it's either a big bad or they need to call some backup. And he's like, no, no, and hell no. He announces they are leaving tomorrow. And he wants them to be happy for him that he has accepted a directorship at Argus and that Camilla is going to be joining him in Star City after she finishes her art gallery in los angeles or wherever the hell it is being presented the news goes over well but too well for cisco's expectations as chester admits this is the end of an era when he is shown to the stark hives 
Of course, Chester is fanboying, like, how y'all not show me this room before? He even put on the helmet, very first war during his first run. He tells Cisco he's gonna miss him and Chesco. And the team needs time for the news to sink in because he's like, I'm really surprised you're the only one that has said the words, you're gonna miss me. However, Cisco, you don't need your powers to vibe that the team was sad, shocked, but being supportive. But he really wanted everyone to dissolve into puddles of tears. <laughs> so when he went into Star Labs to start some packing and he sees that Barry already did it for him, talking about happy to help, he took it in the wrong context. Later, bitch! Get fucked! When Caitlyn joins him, he asks her how she is holding up. And she compliments him on how lucky Argus is to have him. Frost sent a text that says that he sucks and she'll love him forever. And she can't say goodbye because DP didn't want to get dressed. The sources are to be believed. She gives him a handshake that gets awkward as they share a memory. Or after they share a memory about him getting locked in a vault. And then she asks for his ID badge and access code. Harry, also known as Rainbow Raider 2.0, is at a bank. Them shoes she was wearing was Skittles on crack. Causes euphoria to a businessman named Ellis, who really wants to quit his job. She requests a check for $10 million to cash and tells him he can leave in 30 minutes and never look back, which causes him to do a happy dance in his chair. Fuck it up! Fuck it up, don't give a shit anymore Fuck it up, fuck it up Flip the table, screw you all While she walks away with a $10 million check I'm rich, bitch! At Star Labs, Barry updates Caitlyn on the robbery that's kinda... Was it? <laughs> or is it? A robbery as Ellis the victim gave the money away, however, he was weirdly happy due to increased dopamine and serotonin levels obtained via a brain scan. Cisco <laughs> walking his happy ass by like a needy puppy when he should be at home planning the next steps in his life made me laugh so hard, as well as kind of made me want to smack him. Like, oh, you guys having a debriefing? Anything to call me? You're like, um, you should be at home packing. Isn't that important? You're leaving tomorrow. Or did we not catch that memo this morning? <laughs> However, he wants this to be OG Team Flash's last case. Even able to identify Harry as Rainbow Raider 2.0 and already has a weapon made that can take her down based on how they took down the previous villain. Caitlyn thinks he should take it with him, all of his designs. When he leaves, but he gets saltine. There will be no legacy left if he takes it all with him. But they don't comprehend that yet. At the first robbery scene, Allegra gets the scoop. While Iris stands by to allow a one-on-one -on -one with Camilla. Who tells her Iris hiring her gave her the confidence to strike out on her own. And thanks her for that. The ladies then go both back to interview her replacement. Cecile was also spotted at the crime scene 
and that was our first little nugget of something's going on. Mecha Vibe and Flash get to the second robbery where Harry has now stolen $1 million in jewelry, but she claims not to be stealing it. She also compliments him on his spandex. <laughs> I love that she called him red. Like, I, I, I was down with this villain because she was just so happy about what she's like, no, you, you totally don't understand what I'm doing right now. It seems like it's terrible. And it is, but at the same time, these bitches are insured. And I love the way Barry's like, thanks. Like, I, it's a compliment, but it's not. Like, it's not Spanx. <laughs> Cisco's tech fails before she sends a rainbow blast that gets a valet ready to get into the Fast and Furious movies with that car. Watch him rollin', watch him go, watch him rollin', watch him go, watch him rollin', watch him go, watch him rollin', watch him go. He be rollin' down the street, he be rollin' to the beat. Barry stops him before he could do himself some serious harm and takes him to the hospital, but when he gets back, Cisco has been struck, causing him to hug Barry. Like, yeah, we're doing this in the middle of the street as bypassers <laughs> stare on. He tells him he loves him before humming. Back at Star Labs, Cisco is on cloud nine, singing and falling off the gurney in a state of pure happiness. I am so high, I can hear ever. I really do like the twist on her power. This is the kind of power where I'm like, I can, I can see more of this happening, or we can use it. <laughs> I just want to see another episode in which this power be, will be displayed because it's a fun thing to play with just making people excessively happy um they're like we need a babysitter <laughs> because this boy or man is looking very manly in that shirt it's like oh you've been working out too iris has passed on all candidates as she wants to find the perfect replacement which causes, in my humble opinion, unnecessary tension, so Camilla leaves. Chester is in charge of babysitting, except he sucks at it. So Cisco busts in on the mission when uh, Caitlin is on comms and Barry is on the way to where Carrie is going next. He decides what Barry needs is some cat videos. That idea may just be crazy enough to get us all killed! Of course he cannot see and crashes into a van before Rainbow hits him with the Jiggy Juice and he lets her go before coming back to Star Labs. <laughs> and when Caitlyn turned around in that chair and he had the goofiest grin on his face to join his goofy ass best friend saying that he didn't stop the bad lady because he did not want to. This is fucking awesome. I did not know the next scene was gonna then turn into Barry decides to break dance while Cisco cheers him on. Go Flash! Go Flash! Go, go, go Flash! Do what, do what, coming in and jumping in like any black person would. 
<laughs> when it's going down and him and Barry doing them dance moves, he came in like, Turn down for what? This is the kind of joy I like to see on my my TV screen. <laughs> this is all the things I love about The Flash. And I love that this was a lighter episode and it didn't need to, you know, have certain elements that fell off. Like it was consistently a light paced kind of, you know, send off, but also fun. And it's, it works better than what everything they were trying. Well, not everything, because there were some hilarious scenes in season four. <laughs> Especially Iris in the fucking church scene still has me dying. <laughs> so they can do humor really well, but they also can go over the top. And this was just the perfect amount of it the entire episode. Um... I know Grant Gustin was watching videotapes of 106 in Park. Maybe he was always watching that shit before he had to perform in this particular episode. Like, nah, uh uh. Ain't no way in hell y'all about to clown me. <laughs> As if I do not know that this audience, a lot of black people in it. <laughs> I'm going to show y'all a white man can jump, or in this case, dance. Chester gets them back to normal using Vibe's glasses, and both are exhausted, but okay. They know that Harry is going to Ferris Airfield because he watched her put a sticker on her car <laughs> that said as much, but it's too late. She has already stolen a blimp that can go stealth mode. However, when Barry asks Cisco for the hookup at his new job, since he's about to be Argus' boss, he gets testy, says, I need a minute, and I'm glad Barry immediately realized what was happening. Cisco, all alone, mourns over the team photo before coming to both Caitlin and Barry in the lounge, admitting he feels like they want to see him get gone. But they admit they've been putting on a brave face, and I'm really surprised they needed to actually putting the words and telling this so that he can move on on his last day and it won't be a tearful mess but Cisco says have you met us they hug and Cisco tells them his greatest fear and I feel like this is kind of how we should have started the conversation <laughs> Barry tells him he'll be great and he agrees as he built you know a lot of rad <laughs> suits and i'm just gonna say it no one says rad anymore <laughs> i was like cisco ramon and carlos are the same race stop having him talk like some surfer dude <laughs> um but that is not the the most offensive dialogue in this episode you best believe. Barry figures out Carrie's mission is to make it rain as even prior to her power, she was a bona fide Robin Hood fired from collection agencies for canceling debts for those in need. This is a problem as she heads for the city 
to just drop a whole bunch of money on people because it's going to cause chaos. They get to the, uh, well, they suggest using what Chester did, but he says they need a bigger radar or something to that effect. Science. So they uh, commandeer Allegra. They patoo. <laughs> I found her so relatable when she said that. She's like, just patoo up there. You know how you just make up shit for where I don't have a word for what this is, but... I'm not about to go say, let's ascend up there. What the fuck? We're going to put two up there. Up into the blimp. Uh, Allegra somehow combats her powers using the glasses before. They, uh, well, they don't take control of the blimp. They try to take control of the blimp because the blast radius destroyed the blimp's control system. Flash, upon hearing her out, decides... That she won't go to Iron Heights, but will serve her sentence working for the Economic Development Committee with the mayor's office. Apparently, frying the autopilot was not a good idea as they are about to crash into the stadium that is two minutes away. So Cisco tells him to phase both Allegra and Harry out of there and then evacuate the stadium while he uses science to fix the manual override and retake control. And then this happened. Chester. Dude, there is no word, no words to describe how awesome you are right now. Caitlin, actually, there is. He's the bomb. No! Hell no! Why are you so bad? Look, I was not gonna beat a dead horse with bringing up that the acting is not always on par, particularly with Caitlyn's scenes. Why do we need to bring it up all the time? It's not necessary. However, as my bae Loki would say, that's coming next. <laughs> you had one job, ma'am, you had one job. And saying the bomb like that <laughs> It's like you you want you were asking for this. You were asking for the calorie that was gonna come afterwards. <laughs> You should have practiced that with someone on set. Come on, there's a lot of people of color. Like, just, hey, I know, look. <laughs> Everybody was like, we're not gonna help you <laughs> You better go on 106 apartment <laughs> granted. <laughs> Even though it feels more organic that Grant actually watched 106 apart. <laughs> But YouTube is a thing. It is a thing. Wow. All right. Now that we have um, moved through that, processed that actual scene, Cisco has his last debrief with Chester. He's a little bummed. No one is around, but he eventually realizes that he's getting his surprise party after all at the loft while Camilla celebrates at the Citizen because we can't have eight people in the same room. We 
even though we can have four now everybody was vaccinated <laughs> feeling vaccinated is a whole it, it, it's a luxury in life going out there and get that cisco hands over all his designs and tells chester he's the right person to to uh basically continue on his legacy and that he has a new workshop which he's totally bailing on the party to keep social distancing guidelines like no more than four guys uh i did love their goodbye very much so it felt as if they were really close in the short time that they knew each other the girls say goodbye to camilla with cecile joining and finally she gets a story arc as she clear was clearly was cagey about why she was at the crime scene i'm watching you motherfucker it's about damn time they gave cecile something to do though for real <laughs> i felt bad for dragging her for her horrible powers because you know it, it just seemed like a waste and just having her get a storyline would be great so finally utilize the character because i do like the actress and i want to see her do more uh, at the loft joe gives barry or cisco a toast for being a good man and having barry's back from day one cisco hands out his favorite shirts to them and when barry asks what he wants to do next joe already knew he's like uh-uh uh-uh he wants to do karaoke singing poker face by lady gaga oh my goodness barry being like i don't know who put that song on there because that's not even one of my favorites <laughs> it'd be funny if it was iris cecile comes home uh, to someone calling her name she looks in the mirror at herself i didn't chuckle because i wasn't expecting it <laughs> Christina is me shy I am here because it's that time of the week that we talk about the flash season 7 episode 12 I really enjoyed this episode and I don't know if it's because of the current mood I've been in lately with 
work and things with the boys that I've just I just needed to laugh and I just needed to just have one of those lighthearted crazy goofy you know kind of episodes it just seems to and I was like I wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect um because you know this is the episode that Cisco was leaving in and I was half expecting it to be you know sad and depressing and everybody crying and me crying and everybody carrying on and I am so glad it it the episode was like a like a parallel to the I don't know if I'm saying it right parallel to Cisco you know heart goofy funny lighthearted just you know just everything that as the character so it was like a (laughs) a parallel to his character and I and I appreciate that I like how they had him go out that this episode was primarily about him and Camilla and mostly him but some Camilla and how they navigate that throughout the episode how they try to be happy and um happy for him and he was taking it the wrong way I'm like what why y'all so, like he's so used to everybody being emotional and sappy and so now they're like oh, okay Barry's flashing his you know moving his uh packing up his trash and Caitlin's asking for his badge and that's <laughs> its code and he's like okay so I thought that was funny. I, yeah, it's like they went to the other extreme, like trying to not make him feel bad, I guess, for his decision and trying to be supportive. But it didn't come across that way to Cisco. And then, of course, the uh, the villain of the week, Rainbow Raider 2.0, a.k.a. Carrie, perfect villain for this episode, had them uh, <laughs> instead of the anger from season one uh villain we have the happy extreme happiness and so i was dying i mean cisco it was like they were both high um during during uh this episode when she whammy them uh first cisco and then um then barry with the break dancing and i'm like oh my gosh this is (laughs) so crazy (laughs) oh i know that I know the actors had a great time and that and again that's good I mean that's I guess um cathartic I can't even speak you know what I'm trying to say therapeutic in a way you know because it's a sad moment I mean this is a cast member that's been there since day one and he's no longer going to be there on a day-to-day basis and so if you want to celebrate that character and celebrate the actor and have the have a episode that does that and I believe that this one did um at least for me it did because it had I had, it had the teary moment but most of all just had me laughing and just feeling good and just just so again just celebrating this character and I and I can appreciate that um yes all the goofy moments with uh him and Barry <laughs> throughout this one when they got whammy loved it um Chester he is so adorable I just love Chester um he's such a geek he geeks out about all this stuff while you know everyone else is 
So even us fans are so jaded, like, oh, that's so season one, that's so season two, whatever. And he's, like, coming in, like, oh, my God, look at this, look at this. And so I love that because that was us. And it just reminds me, just like the cast and just like the characters who've been there a while, that they become kind of jaded and cynical and, you know, been there, done that. And then someone new comes in, fresh that reminds us of that this show is supposed to be fun. This show is supposed to, you know, not be taken so seriously. Just, you know, and just, ha- I guess fun is the, the best way I can put it. Um, and I appreciate that because I do feel that even for me, you know, I do tend to get uh, in the weeds sometimes with, uh with this show and that that it doesn't warrant criticism because it does and we should point those out but at the same time i feel like it just reminded me that this is a show that doesn't take itself seriously sometimes and sometimes we gotta uh take a step back and just enjoy it for what it is so and i like that um this and i think i needed that this week i just i mean again personal journey so um i know (laughs) i'm throwing that in there so i'm biased this week (laughs) um yes uh, the iris and camilla thing i love that too um i love what camilla said about iris you know how she you know inspired her and to be who she is today i thought that was beautiful of her to say um and I love this scene where Cisco was again talking about, you know, why he was doing what he was doing and Barry and Caitlin had their saying. And the only thing I will say, and I mean, we y'all said it before and it just it just stood out to me in this episode in particular because it was so awkward and like jarring in a way, but Caitlin and or DP's acting, I she can I just wish they would stop giving her emotional scenes like that, cause she doesn't do them very well. <laughs> I mean they're cringy. I mean this one was like when you know when she was hugging um, Cisco and saying her piece, it's like she does this scrunchy thing with her face, like like that's supposed to uh, constitute or emotion or you know like she's supposed to emote in that way I don't know how to say it but it's like it just came across so weird and it just threw me off I mean it was like no tears coming out of it she's like wiping her eyes and there's no tears and then she's like doing that scrunchy thing and it's like it just distracted me from the scene I'm like just stop it already and and I again she was fine all the other times in the episode so it's just those emotional scenes they just got to stop giving those to her because she's just not good at them i'm sorry i mean i just had to say it because it was it stood out to me so much um what else um like i said we talked about the villain of the week that that was just a perfect villain of the week for this type of episode to get those you know crazy silly moments goofy moments the karaoke at the end i enjoy that so much it was just such a again just reminiscing on things and then cisco 
those uh the montage that they had of you know him reflecting back on his time again this was an episode for him and then of course you know camilla as someone that uh is going to be leaving with him but primarily for cisco we all know that um he's the og and um i cannot end this without saying that barry is looking hella fine this season i mean the muscle that he's put on is really looking good um (laughs) even i have to take a moment and appreciate it um even though i thought he was attractive when he was skinnier he definitely mm, he's definitely a plus material now for sure so just had to point that out so good on you grant for uh doing your thing um but yeah uh what else the ending i i'm i mean i'm a i have not much to say about cecile i already have made my feelings known about cecile so i don't know what this cliffhanger that they showed us is about because they barely showed her other than her i guess it has to do with her getting hit by the lightning um the sage force lightning and this is some kind of effect from that i don't know that's the only thing i could think of like what the heck is going on with that all right so we'll see where that goes so obviously they're going to explore that next episode i'm not the biggest fan of her and her powers and but maybe it'll be entertaining um but yeah that's it so this one was about like i said cisco saying goodbye sad times but definitely went out in a way that made you still feel good at least it made me feel good i mean i felt good i mean i was sad but at the same time not as sad as i thought it was going to be because this episode just didn't allow that too much because it was so fun um (laughs) that you know it's nostalgic too so it was just i don't know i just I, i i appreciated it so those are my thoughts on it um yeah so until next time much love peace of black girl magic queen of the couch shy all right that's shy with her thoughts on the episode i agree on just about every point that you made um (laughs) some we've even talked about in said episode um so i won't go over everything i would have loved and i will continue um to love if they brought this character back for any particular contrived reason i don't care to see more people get whammy because this would be an occasion i would look forward to (laughs) i like when they repeat villains that are just fun to continue to bring back and this would be one that would be awesome to bring back just once a season maybe twice a very great analogy for the episode and relating it to the character. You're absolutely right. I don't think anything that's a Debbie Downer or some deep dark, that wouldn't have felt right. And you're saying goodbye to a character. It doesn't need to be heavy. It doesn't also, doesn't mean that you're not going to see each other again and that you're not going to, people move on in, in your life. And it's not as if, you know, if the show continues on, I'm sure Cisco Ramon may make a last cameo appearance before it decides to close its final chapter but you know he doesn't want to be a series regular anymore and that is i think you know a decision 
that we all can respect for what he wants to do with his career. And uh, we support him because of it. So it's sad to see him go, but at the same time, it's also just, you know, sweet to see him achieve things that he wants to be achieving at this time. So that's my spiel on the character. Uh, and girl, the way your panties was soaked <laughs> would have been a mood for me for Grant Gustin if I did not just see Tom Hiddleston with his shirt off in Loki. And um, that'll be my dreams for quite some time. So, um, <laughs> I didn't even notice Grant at all <laughs> in this entire episode. <laughs> um, I will say I didn't think like I understand your sentiment about Cecile but it's mostly because she hasn't had anything to do I don't dislike the character I just dislike the fact that she doesn't it's more the writers for not giving her sufficient material so to me her characterization is just fine it's her powers and I don't even need to see anything with the powers or if you are going to give her something with the powers Make it something that's a lot more um, concrete and interesting than they've done thus far. That's all. And the last point is, um, I know you said you like the Camilla and the Iris thing. Yeah, it would have been nice if they didn't just throw in the drama. We don't need to have drama and conflict <laughs> just because. And sometimes they do it just because. That's a case of... We didn't need it to be. <laughs> we had conflict over here. We didn't need to necessarily have it go on in Camilla's camp too. They could have just been a lot like, yeah. But they did name drop Kenji uh, as a female. So maybe that is going to be our new photographer. I didn't think we were going to get one. But the fact that they were interviewing says that we are. So uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the preview for next week. So I will be curious to see if that's a character that would be introduced. I think that is all for me. If you want to send feedback on the next episode, you can send it to blackoutcouch.gmail.com. You can send it in audio or written format. My social media will be below. You can also comment there as well. Uh, if you want to run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Very much appreciated. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.